Thank you very much, Mikolai, and thank you for the invitation. I, I start my watch in order to keep the time frame. I, I will try to do that. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, basically, I will talk about the Hungarian transition, the Anus Mirabilis of 1989. But I think in in uh, on in this conference, in this in this context, it's fair to start with the Polish impact on the Hungarian dissident and opposition movement, which goes back to the. Uh, 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 at least to the uh, mid-70s. Uh, Janos Kis, who was the founder of this uh, periodical bestseller, not Gabor Nemsky, Janos Kis, the Hungarian philosopher and who was the spiritual leader of the democratic opposition in Hungary in the late 70s and throughout the 90s, he wrote several times that the Hungarian opposition received the most important inspirations from their Polish counterpart. After the uh, moment of the great disappointment of 1968, those Hungarians who decided to turn against the regime and give up hopes of uh, 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 the possibility to meaningful reforms of the, of the party state uh, uh, still believed that the resistance potential in Hungary is very big, the society is uh, completely indifferent and uh, apathetic, so their choice is rather a kind of moral, intellectual uh, uh, choice, a, a kind of private business, a personal one. Uh, they could not expect and they did not expect that a, a mass-scale social movement uh, would line up behind uh, them. Uh, this attitude had been significantly changed after uh, the uh, consequences of the revolt or uh, 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 uprising in Ursus and Radom and the uh, foundation of the Workers' Defense uh, Committee, the Committee Abaroni Rabotniki, uh, and, uh, uh, and also by the essays of Adam Michnik and uh, Jacek Kuran, who about we heard uh, a lot of things uh, in this last uh, two uh, days. Uh, Adam Michnik's new evolutionism, new evolutionism, uh, this essay, uh, was really, according to Janusz a revelative uh, account of the uh, potential ways of dissidence, political dissidence, uh, or also in Hungary. Uh, he, he said that the basic lesson in both Michnik and Kuroj for them was that although a revolution from below is unfeasible and unexpectable, and it was worthless to rely upon reforms from above, still there is a room, a latitude for meaningful dissident politics. We do not bargain, we do not negotiate on concessions with the, uh, with the power holders, but try to impose a pressure on the power from outside. The essence of this third way was that we launched, uh, I mean the dissidents then, uh, self-limiting social movements, that do not challenge directly the political regime, do not provoke Soviet military intervention, but the strategic aim of it is to create a civil society that is capable to organize and maintain itself outside the framework of the regime and can push back step by step the control of the party state. Uh, 
It is not accidental that uh, uh, in the late 70s, Janusz Kisch and some of his followers, Dürer uh, Benzel and others, started to learn Polish. And it is quite strange that in Budapest, the Polish uh, Solidarność literature, at least until the martial law was available in the Polish Cultural Institute, so we went them and bought and subscribed the magazines and the texts and, uh, and, and uh, 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 the periodicals. It is also not accidental that uh, uh, at the moment of the martial law, Janusz Kisz and his uh, uh, colleagues uh, started uh, this bestseller, which became the most uh, influential Samizdat periodical uh, throughout the 80s. Uh, 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 in, in its third volume, in, in January 1982, uh, uh, Janusz Kisz wrote about the Polish uh, situation. It seems that history repeated itself after 1956 and after 1968. Again, the democratic movement was oppressed brutally by military force. However, he continued, this case was completely different. That was the first time in the history of communist regimes when a resistant movement could not be completely eliminated by force. What happened in Poland was not another example of an, of an aborted revolt against communist regime in the region, but the start of a new phase. And this was the, uh, this was the idea that uh, gave them encouragement for the, uh, for the rest of the decade and which led to um, uh, the uh, peaceful transition uh, in Hungary. Uh, just another example to this uh, Polish impact, uh, when Bessele published uh, its uh, political program in 1987, uh, which was a radical program on the one side in, in, uh, in the Hungarian context at that moment, because it exactly declared that Kadar must leave power, he must go, and the whole political system had to be rearranged. Uh, this uh, uh, proclamation, which had a title Social Contract, still remained within the framework of this uh, strategy of what new evolutionism and the late 60s, early, uh, uh, late 70s, early uh, 80s uh, 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 Hungarian dissident movement uh, uh, had in mind. It is quite strange that within two years, uh, this political program, the social co uh, contract, had become uh, suddenly completely obsolete. Now, uh, let me turn to the, to the events of uh, uh, 1989, and let me introduce very briefly the main participants of the game. Uh, of course, we must start with the ruling party, the Hungarian Socialist Workers' Party. Uh, this party went through a rapid change from May 1988, when uh, Kadar, the, the former chief secretary of the party, who ruled the party since 1956, had been uh, replaced. Uh, but the party in 1989 still had more than 700,000 members. Of course, uh, uh, those members were not all enthusiastic communist uh, uh, activists, but uh, more or less people who joined the party for career reasons. 
but also, uh, 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 despite of this uh, 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 high number, this number decreased more and more rapidly in the, uh, uh, in the previous years, as many people did not renew their expired membership. Uh, the main reason of this uh, uh, erosion of the party was, uh, uh, was the uh, 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 uncovery of, uh, of, the, of the original sin of the Kandar regime, uh, the, the issue of 56 which came to the surface and came to the center of the political discourse in uh, uh, 1988 after uh, Kandar uh, left power. But still, uh, the party was very uh, strong uh, 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 although, on the other hand, they were also aware of the fact that they are facing to they were facing to a, uh, an economic bankruptcy. Uh, they knew that in case of an economic collapse, all the consequences would fall on them, which the party would not be able to survive. Their strategy, their, uh, their strategy at that moment was threefold. By the help of some modest political re reforms, we are still talking about 1988, uh, uh, by the help of some political reforms that give space for a kind of limited pluralism, they may involve loyal non-communist political groups, circles or personalities that makes the rule more acceptable, gives them more legitimacy, and uh, make, makes it more presentable for the Hungarian and for the Western public. This enables them to share responsibility for the upcoming difficulties. Parallel to this, with economic reforms, changes in the legal system, reforming the constitution, and so on, they create a legal and political environment that might be attractive for further capital and technological investments uh, from the West. Uh, at that moment, the Hungarian economy was very much dependent on on the loans of uh, Western uh, states and Western private banks. Uh, uh, the survival of the, of the country uh, was depended, uh, depended on it. And they also knew that uh, a modest re-evaluation of the recent past, namely their relationship to the 56 revolution, uh, most importantly, was also inevitable. Therefore, in 1988, they sent out various committees in order to prepare for the next party congress to work on the concept of the new constitution, the new electoral law, uh, and uh, they also sent out a committee, a subcommittee of historians to come up with a new narrative of the post-1945 uh, era. Uh, but uh, for us, uh, for the other side, all these moves indicated that at, the, at this moment the party wanted to speed up the development and create a fait accompli situation before the control slips uh, through their fingers. The main strategic purpose, in my view, was that uh, this, this program for not a regime but a model change was the following. By giving up the hegemony of the, the, the total hegemony of the party, uh, 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 the party still preserves dominance in politics and remains in control of the, resource, of the resources of the economy and then hopefully future prosper, uh, prosperity in economy, in economy while the system becomes more adaptive and flexible and more acceptable for the Western public governments and investors. 
I think this is the strategy what the Chinese Communist Party leadership successfully accomplished uh, uh, in the uh, 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 in the previous uh, uh, two decades. And uh, forgive me to this analogy, but I see uh, parallel tendencies in uh, in the in the aims of the recent Orban government, which tries to create a central field force to control all matters, uh, uh, political, economic, and other uh, other issues uh, uh, in Hungary, with some uh, limited uh, control and opposition from the other side. Uh, this strategy failed, but uh, uh, I think it had uh, good perspectives at the moment of uh, uh, January 1989. Uh, uh, let's see the other, other participants. Uh, politically, the most important one uh, uh, was the Hungarian Democratic Forum, which originated from the, uh, from the tradition of the 30s of the uh, populist nationalist Hungarian uh, writers and intellectual uh, circles. Uh, uh, politically, it was the most important because uh, quite rapidly it was the only movement which was able to uh, uh, which was able to recruit uh, thousands and thousands of supporters uh, after their formation in 19. Uh, uh, 87. So this was the most, in a social sense, the most influential uh, non-communist political movement uh, in the country at the moment, in 1989. Uh, the problem was that they defined themselves not as an opposition party, not as a dissident movement, but uh, a kind of intellectual forum in between the power and the opposition. It is quite uh, interesting that uh, 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 when it was founded in a small village in, in Lakitelek in Hungary in 1985, uh, one of the most prominent Hungarian party leader, Imre Pozsgai, was present, who, uh, uh, who, who, brought, uh, who took with himself the greetings of the prime minister uh, the Communist Prime Minister, Karol uh, Gross. Uh, uh, the power at that moment, in 1987-1988 and in early 1989, regarded the Hungarian Democratic Forum as one of the potential loyal satellites uh, in their uh, purposes uh, and uh, in, in, in their strategy. And this idea was not alien to many prominent leaders of the Hungarian Democratic Forum as well. Uh, let me call your attention that uh, the president of the, of the movement was a very close associate of Imre Pozsgai for decades in the cultural ministry uh, in the 70s, and they had very close ties, uh, uh, personal and political ties, uh, uh, throughout the 80s and throughout the political transition. His name is Zoltan Biro, now he's nominated as the, as the director of the new uh, uh, historical institute for doing research on regime change uh, in Hungary, the best candidate for that purpose. Uh, uh, of course, the, this, this character of the Hungarian Democratic Forum changed fundamentally uh, as the times uh, as times speeded up, 
uh, it is not accidental that Imre Poshgai could count on them in his president's, uh, presidential ambitions until late 1989. Uh, so this was the, the biggest opposition movement in Hungary. Uh, there was the uh, areas of free democrats uh, came from the tradition of the democratic opposition. This was the uh, this was the uh, political movement that had the most experience in anti-regime political strategy and tactics, and they had the most analytical skills as they uh, uh, seriously analyzed throughout the 80s uh, uh, the the mechanism of uh, uh, communist party state. Uh, uh, they trained themselves through the Samizdat literature, and by these activities, they also uh, accumulated. Uh, 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 a great, uh, uh, a great kind of moral uh, credit for themselves. But this, but still, uh, this movement, although it was very efficient in a political sense, in the analytical sense, it has just a tiny influence on Hungarian society. A couple of hundred people believed or thought that they were, they had ties uh, to this uh, uh, democratic opposition. Uh, in 1988, when uh, uh, the Alliance of Free Democrats in November was established, uh, the membership was not more than uh, a couple of hundred people, and it did not increase uh, to more than uh, uh, 5,000 until the end of 1989. Uh, the third, I think, uh, very important participant of the game was the Alliance of Young Democrats. Uh, I'm talking about the pre-party of the recent alliance of young democrats, the predecessor uh, 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 of it, uh, which was an alternative youth movement. Uh, uh, and uh, since they were younger, they came from uh, the special colleges of Budapest universities, from the university, uh, from, from the economic university, and from the legal faculty of the Budapest university. And uh, 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 so they were very much involved in social sciences, economic sciences, and, uh, and, and, and legal studies. Uh, uh, and uh, for their age, they were not touched uh, ever in their life uh, by Marxist ideas. So this was one of the small but uh, also very effective group that uh, 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 had uh, more or less clear visions of the upcoming nature of uh, liberal democracy and free market uh, uh, capitalism. So, uh, by this very short, uh, not short, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh, I think it, 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 it was not superfluous because this really illustrates the initial difficulties uh, of, of this uh, transition year in Hungary. We have uh, a, a pretty strong party uh, uh, with all the control of, of, of power and uh, the army and the police and uh, the economy and the resources of the state and so on and so on. And on the other side, uh, we have a divided camp of uh, political movements uh, full of mutual distrust and uh, previous injuries against each other with a very different political and cultural background uh, and contradictory visions of the political 
community. They had a very weak legitimacy. There was no mass movement behind them. Uh, none of them could refer to uh, a massive public uh, support that had been manifested on street demonstrations or strikes or whatever uh, that happened uh, uh, in, 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 uh, in Poland. Uh, the largest of them, with the greatest public influence, had close uh, ties to the, to the ruling party and had in continuous uh, uh, this discussion with one of, this, uh, one of their prominent leaders. Uh, and there were others, some smaller, uh, uh, I would say, uh, parties and operate parties, partly uh, 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 had some historical origins like the Christian Democrats and the smallholders. Uh, some of them were planted by the security forces. Uh, uh, and so this was the camp from which a kind of opposition roundtable had to be shaped that could stand up against uh, uh, the regime. Uh, despite all of these uh, uh, difficulties, uh, uh, the roundtable negotiations uh, started and uh, came up with the results and uh, I think there were four or five factors that played a role uh, in this and uh, I would like to uh, run uh, through these factors very shortly. Uh, the first is that uh, in the final moment, these uh, very different political parties on the opposition side could come up uh, with an agreement that they stand up uh, 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 together. Uh, of course, the strategy of the Communist Party at the beginning was to invite one by one. Uh, uh, first uh, persons, then uh, the parties separately. Uh, the Communist Party wanted to maintain the discretion to define with whom he was willing to ne uh, negotiate. Uh, it was a real danger because in January, the Hungarian Democratic Forum leadership decided that in case of an invitation, they would accept it. Uh, they changed uh, their mind, uh, uh, and there was two, two things which, uh, uh, which uh, uh, led them to, the, to this conclusion. Uh, the first that uh, Ibra Pozsgai proclaimed uh, on radio uh, in late January that uh, 1956 was not a counter-revolution but a popular uprising. And uh, then uh, came some vague messages uh, from uh, Moscow that uh, uh, in, uh, if it's inevitable, the Moscow leadership can accept uh, Hungary as a neutral uh, uh, multi-party uh, uh, state. So then came the March 15th demonstration when uh, that was the first occasion when a real, uh, real crowd uh, appeared on the street of Budapest, 100,000 people. And these factors led, to the, led the Democratic Forum to accept the idea that the opposition forces had to go to negotiate with the party uh, together. After two days of March 15, uh, one of the leaders of the forum declared that we either we go together or we do not go uh, alone. So this was a major breakthrough which uh, made possible uh, the cooperation of the opposition forces and to create uh, an opposition uh, roundtable. Uh, 
The second factor was uh, the memory of uh, 1956, which I said came uh, to the surface uh, in 1988 by the foundation of the uh, uh, Historical Justice Making uh, uh, Committee, uh, which really urged the rehabilitation of the victims of uh, communist terror and the show trials and retortions of the post-56 uh, era. This really raised uh, the, the issue of the original crime uh, of the regime, and they demanded the rebellion of Imranoid. Uh, the 56 issue was not important only for this was one of the most effective ways to mobilize uh, the Hungarian uh, people, the most direct way to, to call their attention that there is a moral sin behind this uh, regime, which cannot be maintained anymore, but it was also a kind of test case for both the Hungarians and both the outside observers and Western governments. Uh, it was unable to maintain uh, from the side of the Communist Party that they are, uh, 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 they are uh, really honest supporters of democratic changes in the country, while they also maintained that uh, the policy of Imre Nagy uh, was uh, was a, a, a high treason and a, a, a counter-revolutionary uh, uh, policy. So these two things uh, could not be maintained. And the communist leadership, time to time, uh, uh, received uh, questions uh, from, uh, from inside and from outside as well, that uh, what to do with the memory of Imre Nagy, with, uh, with the memory of 1956. So uh, in this... Uh, for this uh, uh, reason, the Hungarian communist leaders had, had to continuously retreat from their standpoint. Uh, in 1988, uh, the chief secretary of the party said that um, uh, uh, legal and political rehabilitation of human rights is uh, impossible. Uh, the, the family can rebury the victims for humanitarian reason. Uh, from that point, they arrived within one year to the great occasion of the uh, 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 public rebellion of Imranaj and the rehabilitation in, in front of uh, the court. Let me just very briefly say two other things. Uh, the one is the Soviet factor. Uh, we discussed about that uh, uh, a lot uh, yesterday. and. Uh, uh, I agree that perhaps the Polish policymakers, either on the power side or uh, on the uh, opposition side, was not, uh, uh, they didn't have real uh, uh, sure knowledge, certain knowledge about the Soviet intentions, but it was not the case with the Hungarian communists. Uh, in February, uh, uh, Bogomolov, who was one of the chief advisors of Gorbachev, uh, as I said, uh, uh, proclaimed that in, in principle the Soviet leadership uh, can accept Hungary as a neutral <coughs> state. And this statement was reinforced for the Hungarian uh, communist politicians when they visited <coughs> Moscow in March and they had negotiations with Gorbachev and Gorbachev clearly told them that the withdrawal of the Soviet troops uh, from Hungary is a final decision and they cannot rely upon any military and political uh, support from the Soviet side. The problem was 
that uh, the Hungarian communist leaders knew it, but nobody else uh, had a clear knowledge uh, uh, about that. So it was, uh, it was a factor uh, on, on the communist side, but, it, uh, but a kind of uncertainty about this issue remained for, uh, for, the, uh, for the rest of the year. And, uh, and uh, uh, the major breakthrough uh, in the Hungarian attitudes which uh, finally led to the, uh, to the success of, uh, 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 of the most important act of regime change in Hungary, the referendum in November 1989, uh, was due to the rapid changes uh, uh, in, uh, in the region. Most importantly, what happened in Czechoslovakia, uh, what happened in Poland, the outcome of the Polish elections, and the in inability of making a Polish government uh, uh, on the basis uh, of their initial uh, uh, arrangement, and uh, then the uprise, uh, then, the, uh, then, then the, the formation of the Mazowiecki government, and also the events in Eastern Germany. These were the three, four major events that convinced the Hungarian public that the horizon is much wider than they, uh, than they previously uh, uh, believed. Uh, I'm afraid I have to stop here. Uh, sorry, that was too, I wanted to say too much. <laughs>